0: Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker.
1: Welcome everybody. It's a time for another podcast. I want to talk about our new series that we started last week called Fresh Beginning New Discipline. We're only a couple weeks, uh, actually close to three or four weeks now into the new year, into 2021. January is going fast. And it's the 13th already, but uh, we want to continue this series we started last week called Fresh Beginning New Discipline. And I said last week some of us have New Year's resolutions. I've never been one to have those or try to follow those. I think I know my personality. I would never keep to those things. But spiritually speaking, there are things that sometimes we fall off the track or sometimes we neglect to do. And, And one of the things is something we want to talk about today is this idea of following your leaders, submitting to your leaders, and we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Pastor Mel is joining us today. Pastor Mel, just say hi. (laughs)
0: Hey,
1: everybody. How you doing? The reason I brought Pastor Mel along this week is uh, specifically because last Sunday he spoke to us from James chapter 4, the end of it, on doing the will of God, and he gave us a really practical lesson about how to do the will of God and what that looks like contrasted with doing our own will. And so we want to think about that. That's kind of the basis for what we're talking about today with our new discipline is doing the will of God. And I think there's a really important catalyst to doing the will of God or not doing the will of God that I want to bring up. And I now I want to jump to the book of Hebrews. And this is a passage I'm guessing most of you are familiar with in Hebrews 13. Any kind anytime you have a pastor or a dad or some kind of leader, this passage comes up a lot. But the writer of Hebrews that none of us really know who it is. A lot of people think it's Paul. But he says in verse 17 something, and then he's going to say something very similar. Excuse me. He says something in verse 7, and then he reiterates something in verse 17. And I just want you to notice these two things, and we're going to talk about it here in a little bit. In verse 7 of Hebrews 13, he says, Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. We bump down a few verses to verse 17. This is what the writer of Hebrews says. He says, Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Pastor Mel, the thing I want to talk about today is how does submitting to our leaders, and what we're talking about today is nothing to do with the government. It has everything to do with church leaders. That's, That's our goal today is how... Does submission to your church leaders line up with the will of God? Let's answer that broadly before we get specific. Can I ask you that as just a broad question? How does doing the will of God and submitting to your church leaders, and we're going to answer this generically today, not Wyoming Valley Church. I'm going to assume that maybe someone listening today is not a part of Wyoming Valley Church, and I think this applies to every single Christian. How does obeying the will of God, as you spoke about on Sunday, not doing our own will, but submitting to God's will, God's plan, and lining up behind your church leaders. How do those two coincide? Can you answer that in a generic, broad sense before we get specific?
0: Yeah, I, I yeah, glad to be here, and thanks everybody for listening. I, I, uh, I, I think the answer to that is that we, we have to realize that doing the will of God, and I tried to emphasize this a little bit on Sunday, and that is to realize doing the will of God is that God's word is is already so clear on, on what he wants us to do and how he wants us to live. And that's certainly been the case in my life. It's when I've strayed from the word of God is that when, and in fact, one of the verses, one of the passages that I preached on at our church a few weeks ago is from James 3, 13 through 18, where it talks about the the contrast between what I call earthly wisdom and heavenly wisdom, one of the things that is a characteristic of putting the wrong kind of thing into our mind is confusion. So let me go back to the the answer to the question, and that is, okay, to, to avoid confusion in our lives is stick to the scriptures. And the things that God's Word is clear on, then those are things that ought to be pretty clear in our lives, too. And to realize that passage in, in Hebrews 13 that you just talked about lists those things as an imperative,
1: commands, yes. as
0: commands, so to realize that those are things that are, are, are the will of God. We don't have to worry about that. We don't have to think it through. We don't have to pray about it. Those things are the will of God. Mm-hmm. And so to realize that we have a biblical responsibility to follow our spiritual leaders, and I, we, we can talk about the, because uh, there are some, I think, pro- the exceptions to that, but the norm is that God wants us to follow our spiritual leaders, the people that God has put into our lives. There's accountability there. And I think that's one of the great things about church ministry is that a church provides a, a, a guardrails, guard a, a, a fence post for us in our lives for safety, for protection, and and spiritually, for, for, uh, that tops the list. And hmm. so I think that to realize, okay, the will of God, yeah, God is
1: clear. Follow your spiritual leaders. Why are we given leaders by God? Why why is it better for you and I to have spiritual leaders instead of just figuring out ourselves of the Holy Spirit? Why well, do you think God I, yeah. gave us shepherds? I
0: think one of those things. I, I think I think the shepherd analogy is is the is the is the best analogy that helps that helps us see that. We are sheep, and without shepherds, uh, sheep stray. Right. And so I, I think the right answer to your question is that we're given spiritual leaders so that we can grow uh, faster, better, stronger in our relationship with Christ than we could on our own. Yeah. And I think the leadership analogy is that no no one, I mean, in, in Scripture, no one had one sheep a shepherd had you know even the story of the 99 and the one is that there's a community that we're a part of the body of christ and so in god's will he gave spiritual leaders to be a part of a a community which provides again accountability but the answer is that all of us will grow closer to christ in a context where we're in a community And part of that community is to have spiritual leaders.
1: Yeah, and in Ephesians 4, which is a book we went through a little while ago, it says he gave the apostles and the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood to the measure and stature of the fullness of Christ. So the idea about shepherds is that God has selected men and women in certain aspects, yeah, God is called, God is gifted. Yeah, pastors and, and spiritual leadership. Yeah. Which means He's given special abilities and skills and leadership um traits to certain individuals to lead the entire body properly. Yep. And we live in the day and age, Pastor Mel. No one's going to be shocked by this, where there's so much corruption in the government, in churches, and it's all over the media. And you have that and you, you've seen that. There's been great church leaders who have fallen, who've been corrupted, who've done really bad things in the church. And then you pair that with the internet age that we live in, where we can get a thousand different voices, a thousand different opinions, a thousand different sermons and devotionals anywhere at any time. There's a thousand different (laughs) sites. And so you have those two things going well. Sometimes leaders can be corrupted and I I can get any celebrity pastor's sermon anytime that I want. And what I've noticed, and I'm sure the devil has a play in this, I've noticed that shepherds aren't really shepherding their own flock anymore. They are one voice amongst dozens of other voices. And I think we're hurting ourselves when the shepherds aren't allowed to shepherd. Because God has specifically given shepherds and leaders gifts and abilities and traits to guide their sheep in the proper direction. And you and I, we've said this before we went on air here, is there's an opportunity for sometimes for pastors and leaders to get too much power and when they do get corrupted it's it's a very dangerous thing and you brought up a group of people people from Acts do you remember their name the Bereans what were they known for what was their legacy
0: yeah their legacy was that um, in, in a culture in Acts where there were traveling teachers and that you know I mean today it's different with the internet and with books and all of that but traveling teachers, the Bereans had a testimony, had a reputation, had a legacy that they searched the scriptures to see if those things were so. And I think that's the flock's, if you will, responsibility is to uh, evaluate, is to discern. That's that's a that's a that's a biblical word, to discern is am I hearing the word of God and is this guy's is this guy's message uh, based upon the Word of God? Is it true to the Word of God, but also his lifestyle? And so, those are those are the things I think that that the congregation, the flock, would have as responsibility.
1: So you're saying that the flock, the people of God, need to hold the leaders to the Bible and what they're saying to the Bible. So if the two ever come in contrast with each other in the the preacher is preaching something that the Bible doesn't support. You're supposed to go with the Bible. Am exa- I hearing that correctly? Yeah, exa- exactly right. The okay. Bible is the, the authority. standard. Is the, is the authority. The ultimate authority in our lives. Okay. So, can that go bad the other way? Can you and I start to become too nitpicky uh, as flocks, not as, as pastors, but as people of the flock, as, peop- as church members, where we are just kind of like a big buffet. We're just kind of picking and choosing what we want from from what our leaders say and and we're taking some of it because we think it's good and we like it and we agree with it and and the rest of it and it doesn't really line up with what we think and we don't really agree with it and we're kind of tossing out a bunch of it where God has not really given us the liberty to do that if it's not contrary to the Bible. Would you say that's the only area where Bereans or church members should not submit to their leaders and everything else even if it's not, doesn't really line up with our druthers? We would say, no. These are my shepherds. These are my leaders. This is God's will. I'm going to line up behind these men and women. Yeah,
0: yeah James, James. There's also I, I love the book of James, and and we've been preaching through James at our at our church, and and I realize that there's people that are probably listening that are not from Wyoming Valley Church, but the the phrase in James where it says, you know, you have not because you asked not, or that you have because you ask amiss that you might. And this is this is an old school word, but with incredibly modern ramifications. And that is that you may consume it on your lust or on your on your desires. Okay, we, we live in a culture, and it's not just 2021, I mean it's been true for a lot of years, that consumerism rules the day. And we live in a culture where uh, I pick a church based upon, is are my needs being met? And if I like it, and if if I don't like the music, if I don't like the preaching, if I don't like some external thing, we think that we can go to another church and uh, that we pick those things, you know, based upon consumerism, based upon what I like instead of the, the Bible standards. And to be real honest with you now, um, and and Pastor Todd, you and I have talked about that privately a lot too. I think with with COVID and with internet church, may, maybe it's worse. And that is, we can listen to five minutes or watch five minutes of a of a of a church of a church at home, and then turn to a megachurch, and we can we can pick something that we like, consume it on our desires instead of what god has given us as a spiritual authority in our lives and i know i'm being pretty bold about that but i think that is biblical and i think hebrews and other passages point that out that that it's always a danger when i i think you use the term hand pick yeah. the things that i like and you know like the apostle epistles talk about the, the the having itching ears and that that's that's the that's the analogy it's the things that I want to hear instead of what God has for me to yeah. hear.
1: And here's one of the ways that this thing can go bad quickly, and I think it has gone bad quickly, is that we, we do live in the day of the modern uh, celebrity pastor. And, you know, some of those men are very biblical men and very godly men, and we're thankful for them. But, Hebrews 13 says, Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. And I'm just going to use that as an example of a very modern, popular preacher, John MacArthur, who's very biblical, very grounded. Um, John MacArthur has been selected to lead a certain congregation. What part of California does he live in?
0: Yeah, he's in, he's in Southern California. Okay. I've been to his church. It's right outside of L.A. Yeah.
1: And he's obviously a very biblical leader. Um generally speaking, and I've I've gained a lot from his ministry, but what, what Hebrews is telling us is that there are specific leaders you and I have been given as church members to lead and to shepherd us. And if those leaders aren't allowed to shepherd us, and they're the ones keeping account of our souls, watching over our souls, according to Hebrews, then everybody's harmed. The shepherds aren't allowed to shepherd. They're not allowed to guide their flock the way God has directed them for their specific flock. And then we're turning to people like the celebrity pastor saying, well, let's see what this guy has to say. And he hasn't been given the responsibility to shepherd us because he has his own specific (coughs) flock. And so now you can tell how the devil would slide in there very subtly to say, hey, listen, your pastors, you know, they're not the best speakers. They're not the greatest guys. We can go somewhere else and, like you said, custom make this church experience. And suddenly we're not, none of us are doing the will of God because we've all broken away from God's system. God's system is, I select these leaders, you get behind them, I shepherd them, so they shepherd you, and then everybody goes correctly. But if you're handpicking or custom-making your church experience, then this whole thing's not going to work. And that's why the writer of Hebrews, it doesn't give us any sort of allowance to do this handpicking, custom-make, except for that one extreme example of someone's not biblical someone's not lining up with the Bible, they're teaching something other than that, and they're telling you to do things that Jesus would not have you to do. But otherwise, you and you and I are supposed to, and maybe it sounds a little old school, literally, literally not literally, but actually place ourselves underneath and follow the example of our leaders and shepherds and listen to their voice, because their voice has been heavily influenced by the voice of Jesus Christ. And I don't have that liberty to say I will take this, I will leave that, I will custom make this and make my church experience a little bit of this guy. I'll take this celebrity pastor, I'll take the worship from this church, I'll go here when it's comfortable or here when I don't have to wear a mask. And we just have we just have this like custom built thing. <clears throat> versus, what Hebrews seems to be saying is whatever my pastors say, whatever my shepherds say, is I'm going to say it is it's from God. Yeah, it's from God. That doesn't mean they're infallible, that doesn't mean they're perfect, but I'm going to give as much credence and weight to whatever they say as if it was my Lord Jesus himself. Would you say that's kind of what the writer of Hebrews is getting at, is to say that for you to most profoundly obey the will of God, take advantage of the leaders that you've been given and learn from them.
0: Yeah, I I don't think it's God's intent. For us to, uh, no matter what the technology is, uh, read a book. I'm a guy that writes and reads a lot. I mean, I'm I, you know I'm, I'm that guy, but I don't think it's God's intent for us to say, okay, I'm I'm going to stay home and and handpick who I'm going li- to listen to. <laughs> I, I think you go all the way back. You go back to the scriptures. Obviously, the church is God's idea and it's God's plan, and man isn't going to be able to figure that out and in in the in the bible culture when there were apostles with with god-given apostolic authority the bible it says in 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 titus in the pastoral epistles that paul the apostle paul who did have that apostolic authority wrote to his student wrote to his follower titus who is back you know on the isle of crete first century ordained elders in every city mm. and so you realize that the, that god given and then you get to hebrews where it does talk about that 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 spiritual leaders that pastors elders are responsible before god yeah. for their flock and so that that elevates what we're talking about to a god thing to realize so so i yeah i absolutely agree that that god has given a local church pastor pastors because I think that is the biblical model too to have to have that that spiritual authority in the body yes. of Christ that is a God thing yes. and that's why the bible is so clear on you know first first Timothy and Titus to make sure these men are qualified and make sure that they follow the the qualifications of Titus and 1 Timothy 3 and so on because it is a God thing but then also then that they what they give out how they uh model christ-like living in in a biblical lifestyle and 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 certainly what they teach is so is so important and it is it is a god thing i i'm a big fan of resources but in that the again the authority and the accountability that a local church provides is what god wants for believers and it's in that setting and i know i'm being emphatic but in that setting then is where God's people grow best, is in that setting of a local church. And that's God's plan, yeah.
1: Yeah, and you said (laughs) in in James 4 that the best way for you and I to live is to to submit ourselves to God's will. Because when you and I start to uh, captain our own ship, if you will, we make make a pretty big mess pretty quickly. So, But when you and I submit to God's will and God's plan, things go a whole lot better for us. And I wish I would have known that growing up. I wish I would have known that my pastors were the given for my benefit, that if I really wanted to do God's will, the best plan for me is to line up behind those people and say, you know what, these people are given to me by God, they're for my benefit, and I'm going to follow them. And our new series of podcasts is called Fresh Beginning New Discipline, and we live in a weird age. We live in a weird age where pastors aren't really shepherding anymore because they're kind of like one voice in the wilderness amongst the dozen other voices, maybe more than that. And we're all trying to do God's will in our own way. But God always told us, like you you use the word parameters or guardrails. God has directed this thing very specifically to say, listen, I have built this thing. This thing was not created by church leaders. I built this thing called the church. I handpicked these leaders. These are your captains. These are your shepherds. I want you to follow them. And I want you to know that when you follow them, I'm watching over you through them. You will not go astray, because this is my system, this is my plan. If you submit to my plan, I'm watching over your shepherds, and maybe the way we could put it is I'm shepherding the shepherds so that they will shepherd you properly. When you and I go outside of that system, it's just anarchy, it's just chaos. We just start to bounce any way we think is best, and that's when we start to go really, really bad in the church. And I guess I want to bring this up because you talked about the will of God and I almost It's almost like my brain just directly went there to go, man, what is the best way for me to do the will of God? And I think number one, we've set that as a stage, is number one is know the Bible, be in the Bible. But I think number two, a strong number two is line up behind your leaders, pray for your leaders, support your leaders, get behind your leaders. And maybe this sounds a little self-serving as a pastor to say, but I think we're all being hampered by the fact that we've all fallen into this consumerism I will do what I believe is best if it suits my style, yeah, I, if it falls into I, my... I think that's the most
0: devastating trend today. And it hasn't been, you know, relatively recent. It's been for consumerism. And that is, church is all about me. Whenever that happens, it's it's wrong. And my, my goodness, it has to be about Jesus. It has to be about Christ and following his way, which, which is in the scriptures and God, God never intended it to be, you know, what I get to pick or what I get, what I get to like or not like, uh, but it it has to be about, about God and has to be about Christ and God, God's word has given us that. Hmm. And like I said before, it's, it's in, that's why really, that's why I'm a big fan of the local church. It's God's plan. It's what, it's what he's doing in the world today and and i said it before people grow best spiritually in the the confines of a local church because there's accountability because there's teaching because there's there's it's god's it's god it's god's thing and that's why like you said Ephesians 4 the pastors and t- teachers are to teach equip the saints for the work of the ministry to to be involved in god's work so again people God's people grow best in a local church context. So
1: it's kind of like a spiritual greenhouse. It is. Good, good analysis. So the best way we can grow <laughs> is inside that greenhouse with the proper sunlight, the proper water, everything coming at us the way it was supposed to be. And that's really what the church is. Not, be, not that it's perfect. Not that your it's leaders not, are the best it. leaders out there. But God has stamped it and said, this is my way. This is my people. And if you really want to do my will do it this way. You will not falter. You will not fail. I will watch over this thing. And I I just want to set that before us as this new discipline we can have for 2021 that I believe if we want to not only do the will of God, but strengthen our churches, let's get behind our leaders. Let's support them. Let's pray for them. Let's um, care for them. Let's do whatever we can, because it says in Hebrews, they're watching over our souls that is an incredible amount of responsibility that leaders are given. Yep. And they're, that means they're given for our benefit. So I don't know why we would, if you will, bite the hand that feeds
0: mm.
1: when they're the ones that are watching over our <clears throat> souls. I should want to support and enhance that so that my soul is even more in line with Jesus Christ. Amen. That's our podcast today. I hope it's been helpful. There's so much more we could say on that topic, but I hope this is something that we can at least uh, gear our thoughts towards in the new year so that we can be more obedient to Jesus Christ, our true shepherd, our true pastor, so that 2021 can shine in areas that 2020 didn't. And we hope this is a blessing to you. Pastor Mel, thanks for joining us today. Sure, glad to be here. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for joining us. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway
0: 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org.
1: Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.